you can't be concerned about what these big boys in the the button downs and the ties and the custom suits are. Wall Street looks like you and your hoodie with your beard, with your J's on, whatever it is. The same thing applies to us. Entrepreneurship looks like us. We are entrepreneurs on a panel. I have pink hair. You're iced out. Neo got on jean shorts and we're giving away seven figure gems. Big facts. Seven figure gems. Big facts. Period. And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepless for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of The Social Proof Podcast. Me and Donnie are here. We are the top podcast in the world for entrepreneurs, and we're going to keep teach you how to get rich today. Today, right, Donnie? Today. We got a special guest. We have a special guest. You know, this is one of my favorite entrepreneurs. Mm. I was just telling him, you guys, no cap. I was just telling him moments before that I really like him. You say no cap? I did. Where you get that from, your daughter? I probably did. <laughs> you know what happened? I went to the Chris Brown and Lil Baby concert, mm. and Lil, Lil Baby said it all throughout, so now it's kind of sitting with gotcha. me. Okay. Yeah, because it's definitely not in my life. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was telling him that I have a genuine like for him. There are just people that you get along with in our space and you're cool with in our space, but I actually have a like for this man, like the way that he just kind of presents himself. But I think what really does it for me is the way you love on your wife. Mm. And uh, I have never seen him in any type of compromising situation. Like I observe all those things and he has, so much love for his wife and his family, period. Integrity. That high level of integ- integrity. But anyway. Nehemiah Davis. Nehemiah Davis. Nehemiah Davis. You know, it's so funny. Um, and it's so funny uh, just to say this. You never know why somebody actually want to do business with you. Yeah. I've been getting that lately. Like, I love the way you love your wife. I'm working with you because I love the way you love your wife. Yeah. So it's. I just tell people you don't, it's always not about business to acquire a customer. They might just like how you interact with your children. So I appreciate that. I would choose you for something because of how. So to me, when a man prioritizes his wife specifically and his children, but his wife and has high integrity in that relationship, it's an indication to me that you're going to have integrity in doing business with me. When I see a low integrity man who's out here doing the most, and we see it all the time. Um, I, I choose not to do business with you because if you cheat on that something that important, you definitely like slip mm. a couple of deposits past me. Wow, <laughs> that's, that's I, did, I made a post about it was a while ago, and I was like, "Yo, if someone will cheat on their wife, they'll one hundred percent cheat me out of something." Like you can't mm. trust the person because you made you made like a commitment to God saying, I'm going to love, respect this person. And if you tell God one thing, you're going against, you know what I mean? Like, and if you're for willing sure to jeopardize who parents your children, mm-hmm. that relationship, you could care less about what ultimately ends up with me. Do you follow any of those principles? Like, is this, is it biblical for you? Is it just who you are? How does it translate in your business? I think it's almost both for me. One, um, it's definitely biblical. Um, and again, I'm not the greatest husband. I'm working on getting better. I don't want to be up here like uh, I'm the greatest. Now I'm working on becoming better. But I would say biblical and just 
two things biblical. One, I'm trying, I want to really be great for my wife. And also, if something go wrong, she's taking half of everything. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know that's, what I'm saying? that's facts, though. I, I need to hold on to that 50%. You <laughs> I, like, know what I'm saying? I like the motivation. So, I definitely like what, whatever motivates you, you're doing a good job. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yo, and my look. kids, too, though. Like, yeah. I'm trying to show them, like, I ain't had no father. Dad been in jail my whole life, stepdad. I didn't have no father. So I'm trying to my best to become a good father without no guidance on becoming a good father. Mm. That's real. That's yeah. strong. I want I want to jump into where we just came from. We were in Miami. Donnie, and I don't know why you ain't you was you was you out somewhere? Would you you went somewhere, right? Neo didn't extend the invite to me. Oh. Yeah. Well, the issue is I only could invite two people. That was a, it was really one, and I and I made I, I squeezed uh, two, so mm-hmm. I had yeah. to make it happen. So I next appreciate time, that, my brother. Yeah. So we had this, you, we had this. Uh, it was a, a master. Would you call it a mastermind? Or yeah, that was the most intent. I feel like that was the. I've never been in a room with more A players ever in my life. Ever. Yo, you got to think. There's like about a hundred people there, right? Yep. A hundred for one. It, all right. So it's about 100 people there, right? And people are standing up, saying what they do. And people are so free with the numbers, right? Yeah. They'll just stand up saying, yo, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing that. Literally, everybody that stood up, their company is doing like 30, 40 million. Am I lying? No. Yo, like, it had to be like 90, 95% of the room was over 30 or 40 million. <sighs> and I'm sitting there in... Extreme poverty. <laughs> I am poor. Yo, oh, so look. So Tell this story. Oh, my gosh. So, um, Grant says something. For one, it was um, it was almost $2 billion in a room. $1.95 billion last year 1. earned. $1.95 billion earned because Grant was like, yo, I want to know how many, like, how much money is in the room. So, we'll go to lunch and there's a lady at the end of the line. So, we, we're at lunch and we're grabbing our food and the lady has this phone and she's saying, okay, um, you know, how much revenue did your business do last year? How much revenue did your business do? So uh, I'm getting my plate. Um, you know what I mean? I'm, I get to her and I see the phone and all I see are these numbers. It's like 40, 50, 90, 75. Like, and I'm, I'm seeing, I don't see like all of them, but I get a glimpse. And she says, um, what was your, what is your business? Uh, you know, how much your business do? And I told her and she's like, hmm. <laughs> it was a little. Uh, <laughs> how'd he get in the room? Yeah. <laughs> Who invited this guy? <laughs> it was a notion of judgment. She said, hmm, okay. And I said, I'm the smallest number on that little sheet, ain't it? She said, yep. I was like, dang. Like, I'm like, yo, you no have, she didn't have to answer it like that. She could have said, uh, you know, it's competitive. She's like, yep. <laughs> and it showed me something. One, being connected to people will get you in a room. So I didn't get an invitation, but Neil got an invitation and Neil's connected to like these super duper high level entrepreneurs, right? And he's a high level entrepreneur to me. So I'm connected to him. He like usher me, ushers me in a room. I guess I should have brought Donnie, but yep. anyway, I couldn't have. But one, just being connected to certain people will get you connected to certain people. Mm, Two, sure. it's a very humbling experience. Because in our own world, in our box, right, you're popping. You're lit in your box. Like, Facts. I'm in my box. I'm the man. Like, Facts. yo, come to Atlanta. We're like, yo, Dave, let me take a picture. I'm going to the airport. Let me get a picture. Yo, Dave, you're so successful. And then you get in that room 
and you can't really talk about what you do mm-hmm. because well, I do have a cheat code because I can talk about exposure. Mm-hmm. And the guy stands up and he said, "Yeah, man, company's doing about fifty million. And he said, I, "He said, man, I feel you." This is what he said. He said, "Man, I feel you, man," because. My social media following, I have nothing. I'm probably the worst in the room. I'm like, bro, stop. 50 million. Let's, tra- let's trade. Quit playing with me. I told him, I give you all my followers. Let's just trade. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same, bro. It's not the same. But uh, nah, it was, it was phenomenal. The fact that this billionaire, Grant Cardone, puts together this group of people who are worth this much. It was just phenomenal. Bro. Yeah. I am often, I always have told you, um, and I tell many of the high-level entrepreneurs that I work with, you have to step outside of your inner circle mm-hmm. and get into other circles. Like Facts. I, a couple of weeks ago, I told you I'm at a mastermind. Like this is mind blowing. Yeah. The type of people who are in this room, a very similar situation. And it's so important if you're building a business, like it's so easy. I remember being in the network marketing space and I was that girl in the network marketing space. Like everybody loves you. So the whole like, can I get your autograph? Can I take a picture? That part's not new. But then when I said, I'm quitting this cold turkey and I just want to be an entrepreneur and I stepped outside of my company. Yep. Nobody knew my name. Mm. <laughs> so you have to build that all over again. Yeah. And it's really like, I remember, um, I remember my dad telling me when I was younger, I was always the best in my school at something or in the top 10% in my school at something. And it used to bother me so badly because my mom would be so proud of You're the best at this. You're the best at that. But he would say, in comparison to what? In comparison to what? Right? So as an entrepreneur, your performance and the things that you're doing, yes, in this circle, in this room, it's a really big deal. But in those rooms, it's you kind of suffer from the inferiority complex. Mm -hmm. Why do you, why are you so intentional about like getting in the rooms and expanding? Man, for me, I ain't gonna lie, it's like, it changes everything for you. Like, people, I keep telling people, like, they they think I'm trying to sell you. When I talk about getting in masterminds. Yeah. They, I believe they got an idea that, of course, I have a mastermind. I'm not telling you that to get in mind. You have a mastermind. You, Mm -hmm. I don't know who's your person. I don't. Yeah. But when I start getting in these rooms, every room I get in, I get a piece of information or access to a person that deposits something on me that allows me to increase my income or I now have access to something. Mm -hmm. So now I get in another room and another room. So all I'm doing is compounding information, more income and resources. So why wouldn't I get in a room? So I'm just making a conscious effort of being in a room. And here's the other key. You want to get in rooms where like I don't want I don't want to go in a room and I'm talk about what I got going on and I'm big dog. Yeah. You in the wrong room then. Mm-hmm. Yes, if you yes. going in there and you bragging, I went in that room, Shannon, like right. what you do? Nothing. Right. <laughs> right. Yo, he tapped me. Yo, if they ask me what I do, it's nothing. I exactly. Nothing. <laughs> and, but I feel good about that because I, I did feel smaller in that room. I'm like, yeah, I'm one of the smaller people in this room. But guess what? That means you you got room to grow because I get to pull on you. I get to pull on you. I get to pull. So I just tell people, get in a room by any means necessary. Like I seen Hermosi put up a video like, yo, you could buy skills and get it and pay for access that can just blow you up. So yesterday we went on a yacht. I don't think you were there where well, you you went back because you had um uh, a party. 
uh, to go to and church. Oh no, I came back you talking for about Joe. Friday? For Joel party, which okay. yeah, yeah, and then you got church. Living it on Saturday. Yeah, so Saturday we did a yacht, but I wasn't going to go. But one of my guys told me never miss an opportunity to miss an opportunity. So I, I've been holding on that. So I ended up going, and this guy they own ClickUp, and it's like worth billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah. Uh, now we talking about doing some advertising together. Mm-hmm. That could be a million dollar relationship for future conferences because I got in the room. You can't get that. Oh, from a DM. Because yeah. right. they get to know you. They, hey, Donnie, she the truth. I really got to work with Donnie. Like, her energy good. She was giving me that sauce. It's done now. Yeah. yeah. So I just, you can't, like, and it's something about being around high-level people. You don't got to convince them of nothing. Yeah. It's no convincing on one. Holton Bugs was there, too. I saw, there. so I was about to say, like, the people who I saw through both of your social media posts, it was like, these people are not in the same box. Yep. Yeah. There Timberland was, was randomly yeah, in the building the whole time, learning, though. Learning. Like, he was there? The, sitting behind me, like, learning. And then, and then we, on the, we on the break, and, like, for lunch, and, like, yo, he's super humble. He's in that room. He's trying to figure it out. He made yeah. money in, in, music. in music. He's like, yo, this is a whole other world. So what was, the, what was the point of the mastermind? What was supposed to happen? So two things. One, it was just to really get you to think big. I mean, yeah. you got to just think bigger. So that, that was, was number purpose, one. Though. And the, the second purpose was to put all of these big people together because Grant is going to be launching something in January where you want everybody pushing it. And one of the ways to do this is other people audiences like yeah so that was one of the, he said their goal was to add so much they added so much value to us i'm going to promote what he got going on just because mm-hmm. but that's the law of reciprocity you give some somebody so much value like what y'all do with your podcast i gotta go support dave and donnie just on the on the strength like yeah. how can i sow into y'all yeah. so i think I think that was the purpose i don't know if you, you yeah no that was his whole purpose and it's yeah. it's brilliant like he's his one, he's just think he's like just go big. He was telling the story of the um he he rented out the Marlin Stadium for yo his thinking goes against a lot of the stuff that people hear. So oh, facts. He's he's uh he was renting out the Marlin Stadium right for a big conference, thirty four thousand people. He said he asked the person, "What was the biggest event you had?" And he said, uh, "He said Joel Osteen." Mm-hmm. And I think Joel Osteen did like 28,000. Yeah, 20-some yeah, thousand. Yeah. And Grant was like, all right, I'll take it. I need 34,000. That's his whole driving motivation. Fill the floor up, too. Fill the floor. Mm-hmm. Then he says, it's crazy. He said, so um, this, this is going to mess you up. He said, um, that he was like, yo, how much is it? And the, the I guess the lady that was showing him was saying, well, it depends. What date is it? We got to make sure we're free. He said, you're free when I want to do it. Trust me. She's like, no, but I, I can give you a number, but like, what's the date? Like the date, like well, I need a date. And Grant's like, yo, you're free. I'm telling you, your venue is free. The date I want to do the, I want to do the event. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. 
in the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. So I guess they go through the numbers and he said, well, um, whatever the date was. And I was Super Bowl weekend. Mm. And she was like, yeah, we're available. He said, I know. But in his mind, he's thinking, I'm going to do a lar- the largest event I've ever done during the time of the largest event in the country. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Why? Why would you do that? In his mind, he's thinking he's different, bro. Not a, he said not everybody watches football. Period. None of us would ever do that. I'm not going to do a small workshop or the Super Bowl. Facts. Because I'm thinking, and actually, the event is um next year is February 14th, Valentine's Day, and Super Bowl. Nobody even said nothing. And I, I caught that. I said he's going to do the event on February 14th, and his goal is to have the largest online event. We said like a million people. Yeah, a million people. Ten million now. To next it. What's up with Green? And, and I got to say this. I, I think we've all made a mistake. And I believe we've been dreaming big, but I realize I didn't have a grant or somebody. We wasn't, we haven't been dreaming big enough. All of y'all, you're living your dream life. You're living your dream life. Like I looked at, I like, I got my cars I want. I'm building my dream home. But I realized those were all the dreams that I had years ago. But I got them now. Now, what's next? Now I got to... But what if I would have thought about, I was online earlier and I'm like, yo, instead of looking at your dream home, how about you look at a community, build a whole community, you get your home in there. Mm-hmm. Instead of go buying your dream car, how about you start a luxury dealership and now you got all the dream. Like, how can we, even us, like my next goal, I'm saying, how can I make 200 million next year? Yeah. And if I don't make, that's the stretch goal. If I do a hundred, I'm, but. Don't say you want to make 10 or 20. Why not? It's take the same amount of effort in our mind to say. So I think we got to just start intentionally start thinking bigger. Yeah. Like how do like we said to y'all out this podcast space is done in 30 days. I need another one. Yeah. Got to start looking. Done. It's yeah. over with. Done. done. Yo, he's, he said, yo, he said, just the way he's thinking, he said, um, 4% of the people who come to a webinar are coming to buy the offer up front. So he said he was talking to this person that does these webinars. He's like, yo, you got to do this 90-minute webinar and do you make the offer at the end? He's like, yo, let's just make it in the beginning. He's like, no, 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 you can't do it that way. He's like, no, let's just make it at the beginning. Some people are just come. Yo, he said, the people who have the time to sit on a 90-day, a 90-hour webinar or like a five-day challenge, mm-hmm. they're not qualified to take the offer anyway. Like the people who have the time don't have the money. But if people have the money, he's like, yo, just tell me what it is. I know I need help. Let me just yeah. pay it. I don't got five days to wait. I don't, yo, so 
Yo, the next challenge I do, I'm off. I'm going to make the offer up front. Up front. Up front. Then I give you the information. I make the offer the next day. Mm-hmm. I give you some information. I'm like giving people an opportunity that's qualified instead of having people wait. But it's just, it's just a mindset shift. The way we do things is the way that we've always done things. So I want to know, so we talked about being in the room, right? Some people would get into a room with A players like that and they would just shrink in the room, kind of sit in the back, not say anything, feel let the feeling of inferiority kind of possess them and take over them. But you guys seem to go in there. And I know when I'm in those kind of rooms, I go in there and I'm showing up. Like you feel like I don't even want to talk about what it is that I do, but I have a potential deal pending with the owner of ClickUp, yeah. a multi-billion dollar company. Yeah. He's like the marketer, but he's a he's a founder. So I don't want to say if y'all sure. like, he's one of the founders. One of the founders of ClickUp. Yeah. How do you stand out in a space like that? Like, how do you stand out and make people say, it doesn't matter that you're the smallest guy financially yeah. in this room. Yeah. I want to I wanna work I figured with you. it out. You got to understand this. This is the key. You got to, no matter a billionaire, no, everybody needs something. Yeah. For sure. You got to identify what they need. Hey, we're trying to take over the world in marketing. I'm like, yo, my bros just had a $13,000 13,000-person conference in BestFest. And I noticed BET had the, the, the URL the whole time, the entire time flashing. Yeah. When Tyler sat on the stage, when Steve sat on the stage, I said, man, that would have been dope if ClickUp would have done that. I said, I got access to hundreds of thousands of entrepreneurs in our network, in the African-American network. Mm-hmm. This would be good. He's like, yo, I would love to talk about future conferences and yeah. future things. So in that moment, I heard what he needed and now I'm able to provide. So when you're in these rooms, sit down and I'm listening to where can I add value? And I don't know at all. You're already going in certain areas, but you might say something about your son. So I'm about to do this. So one of the gentlemen, we went on this boat. He just had a nine-figure exit. It's hard to get individuals like that, everything. Hey, what type of car you got? I got a color there. Cool. I'm going to go get you these custom mats. Your logo was plastered everywhere on your boat. I'm going to go get you these custom mats for your color then with your logo on it. You're going to remember that now. And then I'm going to find another way to serve you. Again, that's material, but you can listen and understand where people are and find out how you can insert some things that, that you are doing that in the system and now you instantly got some sort of connection now. Yeah. Here's, here's the cool thing. If you are in the room, you're you're in the room for a reason. Yeah. I don't care who it is. You found yourself in the room because either you've been a value add to somebody like, tom- like tomorrow. Um, I literally just got the call this morning. Um, AD, he's going to the breakfast club tomorrow. Mm. And... I was wondering, you was on the call with him early. It's 6 a.m. in yeah, LA. Yeah, I mean... It, he, he texted me last night I was in church and I tried him back. He hit me back. Um, or he, he didn't answer. He hit me back this morning. And he was like, yo, you want to go up there with me? Of course. Mm-hmm. Let's go. While I'm in the room, I know that I add value. Even like even in the room that I was in, like I'm smallest number financially, but I add value. I'm talking to Jason Flatland. Flatland, I'm saying yeah. right? Mm-hmm. He just did a, a, a $60 million launch. You know how we'll do a launch of a product or we'll do a webinar and we'll make whatever we make. 60 million. 60 million now. Presentation over a couple of days, 60 million. And he's talking about these strategies on like affiliates and all that. And I'm like, yo, this is crazy. I remember, so being in a room, you got to pay attention. I remember 
Grant was talking about, he's like, yo, there's certain communities I can't go in. He's like, yo, that's why I need y'all. I need black people. Because if I can't go in a black community like, yo, I'm Grant Cardone, they don't care. He said, I don't look like them. So I need people that don't look like me so I can get in front of y'all. He's like saying this up front, like just keep it on it. So at, like we were on the boat, he was talking about his, you know, his expertise and kind of, he's just going on a strategy. And I said, yo, have you ever done that with a black audience? And he looked at me, he like literally leaned in. He was like, no, but I want to. Got it. Mm. Oh, I, I, oh, I got something you need. <laughs> I got something. I'm, listen, I'm black. All my friends black. I don't even know a whole, whole bunch of people that ain't black. Keep it real with you. Like, I don't, I don't have a whole lot of, you know what I mean? I got that. And I have my, like, these people make a whole bunch of money, but they made money because they're business savvy and they just understand leadership and all that. But now some of them want to brand themselves to say, yo, I'm the person that built this $70 million company. Yep. And they need an audience. Mm-hmm. And guess who oh, got the audience? I got an audience. Say less. Let's have this conversation. So we got a couple, like, episodes, like, lined up. We got, this Tuesday, it's Wednesday, Bill Hauser is coming. That's my guy. Mm-hmm. He just got an offer for $75 million for his company. He's like, oh, I don't know if I want to take that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's my and He's man. on me. Like, yo, yeah. he's like, yo, what's, what's the date? What's the time? Let's go. Yeah. So everybody has some sort of value. You don't know. Like my man, uh, Andre Norman, he got in the room because he went to prison for a long time, but he understands people. He knows how to like get change out of people. So these multimillionaires and billionaires lean on him to come work with their kids. Yeah. Because he knows how to reach them and get them off the drugs. They don't know, yo, I got all this money. I can't get my kid off drugs. Bro, he took me. We was in San Diego. <laughs> yeah. My yeah, first time met him. He took me, if for those who know, like war room, traffic and conversions mm-hmm. and all of that. That's owned by like Ryan Dice, uh, Roland Frazier. They sold it to, I think, a portion of it to somebody. I think BlackRock or something like that. But he took me to their crib for dinner. I'm like, yo, what am I doing? Like, I'm sitting there. We just having dinner intimate. Their wives, just me and Andre. I'm like, like some people I'm like. You, on the road. Shout out to Andre, no yeah, you know what's crazy? Me right in the room. <laughs> is, so I just went to the last mastermind I went to was yeah. with Ryan Dice and Roland Frazier. Yeah. And I remember meeting Andre years ago, probably 2017-ish. And. Uh, Andre would try to say, hey, come with me to this place. I want to introduce you to this person. I didn't, I wasn't familiar with who these people were at this time. So I would always decline the opportunity. At that time, I wasn't even wise enough to Google these people Mm. to figure out who they were. But I was fresh to meeting Andre. And if you ever meet Andre Norman, love him to death, but his his presentation is very rough around the edges in the beginning. This is a guy who spent a lot of time in prison and, you know, and he's very aggressive. Me and Andre can hang out now and, and you know, do stuff, but he has a very, very ab- aggressive up north presentation. And it was a good lesson in not judging a book by its cover. Mm-hmm. This person, the the cover of his book is very rough around the edges, right? but the contents within his book, like it was a big lesson to me. Like you never know who's sitting to your left and who's sitting to your right and who they have access to or why they have access to them. And I've thought about so many times, had I said yes to some of those opportunities way back in 2017, who could we be and where could we be 
today. That's mm-hmm. also a play. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it takes it back to what I said earlier. My my guys say never miss the opportunity, miss the opportunity. Yeah. You just got to just start saying yes, even when you're in. I think a lot of times, not what you're doing, uh, just people in general is like, they're looking for every opportunity to be convenient. Mm. For him to get in a plane tomorrow morning, I'm going to see if I could go with you. I'm going to carry a bag. But for him to get on the plane tomorrow morning, he got to leave his family, got to get up at 5 a.m. It's not convenient for him to do that, but right. he's going to go do it anyway. Right. We're looking for opportunities that are all, always convenient. Yeah. We got to leave our family for a week at a time sometimes, five days, six days, a month. Like It's not convenient, but we're doing it for a greater cause. So I think people got to start saying yes more. Mm-hmm. And if it don't work out, guess what? If you don't go, it ain't going to work out anyway. Period. It's guaranteed not <laughs> to work out. Yeah. But the other thing is like people in to piggyback on that, they want to be sure about the outcome. Mm, yeah. They have to know, well, if I go, am mm-hmm. I going to get X, Y, and Z? Or if I invest this, am I going to learn something? And one thing that has stuck with me, I heard someone say it, uh, many years ago, I, I can't remember who said it, but it's it's a principle that I live by. If you take the opportunity, there's always going to be something that like you have to be committed to getting at least one thing from the opportunity. That's good. So I'll go into rooms and even if I'm in a mastermind where the information is subpar, I'm not going to say, oh, I wasted my money on this. I am looking at, well, how did they at least get with this kind of information, how'd you get a hundred people in the room? Or I'm looking and learning. These are the things that I don't want to execute in my own model. There's always going to be something. And we can't expect in these rooms or in these opportunities to get all the information. People want all the information from that one thing, right? They want all the information. If you just go in with the attitude of, I'm going to invest. I'm going to take the class. I'm going to go to the mastermind. I'm going to get on the plane and I am going to get at least one piece of information from this that's going to benefit me. Change, one piece changes of information everything. changes right. everything. And then one connection. One connection. We were in the car and you gave me like, we were in the car heading to a mastermind. Yeah. A lot of times they also go to these masterminds looking at you going to get everything from the teacher or the person. Like, yes. you don't understand the info is amongst the people. Uh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> like, 100%. so we in the car, Donnie said, do this, do this. I'll make extra million dollars off that information, she told me. But yeah. what you're not understanding is, guess what? I'm going to use the information next year, yeah. the year after, mm-hmm. the year after, and the year after. People be missing it. They mm-hmm. looking for the most eye-opening Instead of, I told you, you said one thing, dog. It's going to make me billions of dollars, bro. <laughs> you was on this darn Instagram video years ago. Man, I ain't even trying to be seen no more. Like, you like, yo, I'm trying to make money without my face, essentially. I'm about to make a curriculum. Nobody heard that but me. I said, make a curriculum. <laughs> a curriculum. Called Jeremy. I got like four or five books. We about to go press the school board system, dog. But I only did it because I heard them say it was it was the last 10 seconds of that minute video that most mm-hmm. people wouldn't even listen to the whole wow I said got it yeah, yeah. Let me, and let me tell you we built out the curriculum mm-hmm. and um literally just having that process like I build out the curriculum and then my entrepreneurial mind starts entrepreneuring and I'm I'm like just doing a bunch of stuff I'm logging in on podcasts and all kind of stuff but fast forward I literally just signed a contract to do some uh do some work in the school 
based on teaching entrepreneurship and podcasting. Mm, so like the thing, good. the thing that I did, I still got it. You know what I mean? And like it's like we we have these 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 projects that we're building out, but everything that we do will contribute to something that's going to happen in the future. Just being in the room, yo. The most impactful part of this whole this whole mastermind. At 9.05 every morning, Grant Cardone has a team meeting. Crazy. The team meeting is so energetic and so hype. Every morning, these people, I'm talking about yelling and screaming, and there's like different chants that they got. Like the sales team might say, all right, now it's time for sales. They're like, sales, sales. Yeah. Everybody, like yeah. it's rocking the room, yeah. right? And then they'll say, okay, well, Yesterday we did. Uh, yesterday we did three hundred thousand in core sales, four hundred thousand here. Da da da. These are the top salespeople from yesterday. This person, this person, top one, and then everybody goes. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. And they say the name. They're like, yo, and everybody got this funny name. Like, they'll say like, Bill the Contract Jack. Yeah, Contract Jack. Or something. <laughs> like, yo, and it's so much energy. And it's like, yo, it had to be like six or seven different departments with different updates on different sales. It's all driven by the numbers. Bro, I had I text out people like, yo, we getting the headquarters here. Everybody got to move to Atlanta after that. By 9, 10, I bro, sent that message out. Bro, I'm telling yo, and people going to be sick. And I'm, this is what I'm preparing for. Some, you know, once you're in a system long enough, you get kind of used to it. And yeah. if there's a change, the change is really uncomfortable. Yep. So... I'm thinking we're either going to do three days a week, like calls three days a week with, with the teams, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or we're just going to do every morning before the morning meetup. Because I'm up at 6.30 every morning anyway, and we might do, I don't know, like a 7.30 call every morning. I know some people are not going to be feeling it. Mm -hmm. And I'm about to tell everybody straight up, yo, your camera got to be on. And I know some people are not going to be feeling it. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I am 100% comfortable and prepared to let anybody go. That's yeah. good. 
Anybody. Because you're going to lose some people, my guy. Yo, for 100% we're going to lose some people. Like, I need some, like, he got, he got killers on his team. Yeah. Like, people that take it seriously. People and they take initiative. to his vision. I went back and asked the boy, Johnny, I'm like, bro, like, you know how you, grand to say something, mm-hmm. a second oh. later it's on the screen. Yeah. Like, bro. yeah, 34,000 people at Marlin Stadium. A split second, you'll see all the people in the stadium. Right. So imagine that that room right there. Yeah. You know, we got the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just talking. You're just talking randomly, like just doing your presentation. And the bulls in the back pulling up what you're talking about. I'm talking about like execution. Nobody say, he's not saying, yo, pull that up for me, Johnny. He's like, boom, boom, boom. They know him. They know him. And that Different. that goes in alignment with like one thing that I know about Grant is he's very, very out loud about mm-hmm. his vision. Yeah. And his mission, what he's yep. trying to do. And that's what we talked about this before. Your team has to know. They have to know what your vision is. They mm-hmm. have to know what your mission is. Yep. And you have to have A players who are sold out for that vision. They're not sold out for you necessarily. They're sold out for that vision. That's how you get the people who are high energy that want to be on on the team. And so many entrepreneurs are missing in this area. And I've been that entrepreneur before by being unclear with what the vision for the company was or being unclear about what the mission right now is. And you may have three different offers and they may have three different missions, but as a company, like you have to really define what the company culture is. Like what is the culture of the company that you want to create? And Mm -hmm. then you're only looking for players that fit into that culture. So when you see like a Grant Cardone who's hiring people, a Ryan Dice, a Roland Frazier, they're not just hiring people based on skill alone. They are looking for like burning desire. They're looking and analyzing like, do you actually fit into the culture? They don't care how good you are. It doesn't matter how much skill you bring to the table. I'm looking for the culture of people who are going to get up at 7.30 in the morning with their cameras on. I don't have to say anything. And they are full of excitement. Can't wait. I'm looking Mm. for that same culture of people who are prepared with their numbers. They know the numbers. They know what we're doing as a company. They know the direction that we're going in and they are rooting and cheering. You're looking for a culture of people to put around you that's going to motivate you to do more because you enjoy their excitement. Mm -hmm. Like you have to be really, really clear in the vision of the company and the vision of the culture that you want to create inside. And so often we're so focused on the culture that we want to create with our clients and customers that we forget that our first clients are our team. Mm, They show up to do business with us every single day, every single day. And that's just one of the most important things that I've learned about about building teams. So you got to be clear, Shane. Yeah, 100%. It's 100% my fault. Like (laughs) anybody that's not operating at a high level, it's my fault because I create the culture of the company. Like I make it lackadaisical. I mean, if your camera ain't on, I don't say like, turn your camera on. Like I don't, I need to bring more energy, right? But I, but I just know because of what I created, when there's a change, some people just aren't going to like it. And again, it's my fault, but yeah. yo, Annie said, he said, yo, he said, a lot of y'all need to let people go faster. And he said, mm. you guys are trying to like find their replacement before you fire them. He said, no, you need to let them go. You need to have that hole in your business. Mm. So that you realize, yo, there's a hole and you fill it. You He's like, it. yo, you, you need you need to create the hole before you have something to fill it, bro. Yeah. I said, yeah. He said, what'd he say? Hey, hey, Grant, I'm, uh, I think I'm about to quit. No, no, you ain't. You're fired. Right. <laughs> he said, you ain't going to quit. You ain't going to quit on me. You're fired. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, he said, yeah. anybody that quits, you should have fired them. You should, you should have known that they were about to quit. But isn't that the truth? 
you know when people are like one foot in and one foot out. Yeah. And we we typically feel bad. Well, I don't want to cut this stream of income yeah. off. Is this time of year? Is the holidays? Is that? They've done this. They've done that. Or the biggest mistake I see people make in terms of putting a team together is creating a role around a person. Oh, I really like Neo. I want him to come in and do some work. And so now you figure out, well, what can Neo do for my company? Right? When no, you create the role. This is the need. This is the hole in the business. This is the gap. This is what has to be done. And I'm looking for the person very intentionally to fill that gap. And then we get mad because we've invested this time. We've invested training. We may have invested some dollars. And now we're doing everything to try to make this person fit. And it's uncomfortable for you. It's uncomfortable for them. And then they end up quitting and you have some resentment like, I should have fired you a long time ago. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> mm. Bruh, what are you implementing on your team? On my team, um, one being clear. I think sometimes I get upset with certain team members, but the role wasn't clear. Yeah. yeah. 100%. So I'm being very clear on what I want, what I expect. And if you can't handle that, it's not personal. It's out. It's done. Yeah. I think here's the... Uh, this is another way I'm looking at it too. For my, per- this is like just my team. Um, I don't have anyone else that goes to get any money. Yeah. Like nobody. So, like Grant has so much energy on his team because these people are making money, but the money is based off productivity. Mm-hmm. So, like, I need to find people that are going to go get some money. Like, for instance, let's say, like the value add is so Reese does a phenomenal job. Like, yo, and this is like what I'm so impressed with him because when we're out, he's shooting. You ever had a shooter? Like they shoot a little bit and then they off doing something else. And then it, it's like they're taking video clips at a time. Yeah. And you you gotta keep telling them, yo, get this part. Because yo, you don't know. Part. Yeah. Yo, Reese, he he shoot the whole time. Mm-hmm. He shoot the whole time. That's a good thing. That's a good man. So how this is I mean, there's there's one way I could say, okay, well, I'll just continue to incrementally give Reese more money, right? Mm-hmm. That's one way of doing it. But a lot of the team that Grant has, their income is based on productivity. So if Reese is saying, yo, this is an ad that we're going to do on, um, not an ad, but like on the YouTube channel, I'm taking all the clips I shoot and I'm just going to start uploading them joints. And let's look at the numbers of what YouTube is paying on. And I, if if that is, if that is the mindset, and he's aggressive, I'm talking about every day giving some sort of clip or bar or whatever, and I can look at the numbers. I'm like, oh, he's bringing in money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's bringing him. Oh, we we we. I want him to keep bringing the money. So let's figure out how he can make some more money on top of what he's being paid already. Yeah. But these people, like he's he created yeah, producers a, around him. Producers. Uh, yeah, you're right. That's and like the salary's fixed. Like yo, my EA. Salary's fixed. Mm-hmm. It's 60 or 70. You got to go kill something. Like, I just hired, bought on a new EA, yo. I think the salary, <clears throat> executive assistant, salary 70 grand. Uh, 70 or 80, whatever. But you want 150? Go get these correct, go get these curriculums in the school. I'm mm-hmm. giving you 10, 20%. Everybody now, like one of my team members, she want 100K. I'm like, nah. You got to get 70. I'm going to have this conversation with her, but you got to go bring in some new clients. You got to, like, we, I'm giving bases now, and now you got to go. With some incentives. You got to be, you can't be, I can't be the only hunter on the team. Yeah. Yeah. You got to go out here. 100%. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 
Can you imagine the change in the team and the execution of the team if you approached your team meetings the way you approached the challenge? Mm. Oh, yeah, it'd be crazy. How crazy we approach the challenges, yeah. <laughs> crazy energy. I know one of my one of my flaws is as a leader and something that I'm getting better at is if something comes up and I need space on my calendar to accommodate something that came up, I'll put that space in my team meeting. Come join the most amazing live mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs every morning. The the Morning Meetup. Do you have a business idea you need to get off the ground? Do you currently work a nine to five and are looking for supplemental income? Come and network with like-minded individuals and take your business to the next level. Every morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with David Shand and friends. Try The Morning Meetup today for just $1. Head over to themorningmeetup.com. That's themorningmeetup.com. Easy. And a team meeting has to be as non-negotiable as showing up for your challenge. That's crazy. I don't really have a bunch. My team do all the me- Like, I'm anti-meeting. Like, for yeah. so- I hate meetings. Like, me I'm too. Anti- I'm just important. Though for you I know start. they are, but I got to just, I got to start maybe one a week for me. It's yeah. a habit. I got to yeah. work so on it. I can't do every day. Literally that. this That's week. This week, I literally just told my team we are starting meetings like once a week, rain, sleet, sun. I don't care what's going on. We're having this dang on meeting mm-hmm. because they are so they are really so important. Yeah. And they have to be they have to be that way if you want that type of culture in the company. You get to update every day mm-hmm. on the numbers. Yeah. Every day. That's how Kenny runs his company. On? Throughout the day, though, not just that. Often. And that's anybody looking at you got to know them numbers. Like when I go to bed every night, they tell me what was generated. But now I got to take it to another step. And I used to do it every day. How many leads did we bring in? Where are our texts at? Where are our emails at? Like you got to start giving me all them numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Dawson said, uh, for one, not everybody who understands how to operate a $25 million business knows how to run a $3 million business in terms of like, you can hire somebody who's coming from a big corporate. And I've, I've been through this a million times where somebody says, Oh, well I'm coming from corporate. We was managing a hundred million dollar business. And then they come and work for me. And it's like, you you don't get it. You don't understand. And, And they expect things to happen the way it happens in corporate, but they don't understand a smaller business necessarily. So, you might hire somebody. You might hire somebody that's coming from like this type of experience, but they have no idea what this thing is about. This particular business. And he, what he was saying was, you, like, you got to hire for attitude and train for results. Mm, hire yeah. for attitude and train for results. If they have a good attitude and they're approaching it properly, you can train them in the right things to do to get results. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we're training because someone's good at something. Mm-hmm. But if they have a terrible attitude, they'll ruin the whole culture of the business. Oh, for sure. That's that's where all the personality tests and all those things come in. One of the things that can be difficult about that, though, is when you're working with the high and, and we call ourselves high level entrepreneurs, but then we go in these other <laughs> rooms and we're like, OK, maybe we're medium yeah, <laughs> or, or low level. Oh, we're maybe, low level. Maybe we're the low level we're entrepreneurs, right? We're just yeah. like, listen, <laughs> low, high, medium. I'm just an entrepreneur. But. Right now, like I am in a season of having to hire for both skill and Mm -hmm. attitude. Like I don't have necessarily and maybe I could make the time. Maybe this is an excuse, but I don't feel like I have the time to just 
hire someone for attitude and train them all the skill. Like where I am right now, I need somebody who's coming with some skill, but I totally get it. I remember working in property management and uh, corporate would always have these things that they would want. And we're like, man, but you don't work on site. You don't deal with the residents. You're not collecting the rent. You're not hearing the excuses. And all they want is their money. Like, why are we this far below the margin, right? And what we can do. And so I totally get what um, Dawson said about maybe they can run a $25 million company, but not a three. Mm -hmm. And that's because a $3 million company has different access to resources, right? Mm -hmm. So we may not be able to put out a fire the same way. We may not be able to respond to a situation with the same amount of money or funding. We may not even have that kind of money available to solve problems. And that's something that's also really important, bringing somebody in who understands how to be resourceful. Like I was trained in corporate to run, manage a business financially the way I would manage my own checkbook. Mm. So if I wouldn't freely write the check for it, you know, in, in my own personal check, think twice about it before making it a business decision. And I have to look like, especially in an operations role, you got to look for people who are like that, like not just quick to take the check, not just quick to negotiate your deals. Would you negotiate a deal like this for yourself? Right. You know, that that makes sense. So there's, I love the conversation around like team, but there's so many things to Who's learn. your next two hires? Like who you said you're hiring for skill and attitude. Who's your next two and who's your next two that you know you, y'all need to add to your team? So right away, sales. Yep. I definitely need to, um, Those that's actually my next two hires. What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you, rub shoulders with industry leaders and you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket and in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off. 
But if you use the promo code Big Deal, it'll take 20% off immediately. But I'm also going to allow the first 20 people to listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name. Or if you don't have the person you know right now yet, you got time, no pressure, you get us back. But use that code big deal. That triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free. So don't wait. So secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country. Join us July 4th and 5th in Atlanta. Let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality, y'all. Head over to podcastsummit.com. Use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal sales but sales being one category and then an ea in the other position yeah it's essential an ea is super essential and People bring on assistance for the most minuscule tasks, not really leveraging an assistant. I need an executive assistant, not who's a thinking. personal assistant. I need somebody thinking. who's thinking, who yeah, thinks like think. me. If y'all listen to this, we need some thinkers, man. Yeah. We need some people who want to... Not responders. Yeah, yeah. think. Yes, not, not responders, not task-oriented. Like Revenue generators. Still. I have tried with... So that's... The EA role, executive assistant role, is one of the hardest roles to fill. I have tried a few times over the years and everybody, and I didn't know what I know today or know then what I know today about building a team, right? In all fairness. So they probably weren't set up for success the best way. But everybody that I've had, they're waiting for me to tell them what to do every single day. And I don't want to have to do that. I need someone who's experienced and they know how to be an executive assistant to a leader. Yeah. You know how to get out there and hunt. You know how to take the salary that you're being paid, but you know how to increase it and multiply it because you're out there seeking other revenue. You know, one of the best EAs that I've ever seen in this space amongst us entrepreneurs is Jeremy Anderson's assistant, Ebony. Oh, yeah, she'd be on. She's on it. She yeah. negotiates. Ebony yeah, is a she schedule all You know what you got to do, though? Get your, get her to probably train your new one. Oh, that's what we did. Yeah. Like, we did, we, we, we went through that, but I was choosing people that I liked, yeah. that I wanted, because your EA is close to you. They're traveling with you. They're, they're, you know, they're, they've got insight to your personal business. Yeah. So at that time, I was choosing people that I knew that I would trust you with my calendar. I would trust you with going my phone and send this text message. And trust is a huge, a huge factor yeah. in hiring, especially in a role like that. I agree. It's so funny. Uh, one shout out to Jeremy. He got me one of my best hires to this day. It's just my nanny. I mean, because I, <laughs> I couldn't operate how we operate without her. Yeah. And he literally, he just passed her to me. I'm talking about. Because he was hiring two nannies at the same time. And he ended up going with one. He said, yo, you could get the other one. And she hold us down. <laughs> um, but I think just to add, I want to say this because so many people missing out on this. This can help change an entrepreneur's business. Most coaches, consultants, course creators, 
their number one role they need to be hiring is sales. Because mm-hmm. we generate money every mm-hmm. single day from my sales team. Yes. Like, if you don't have a sales team, you like, you must hate money. Yeah. You only need one person. It don't got to be yeah. five, ten, one, because if that one person closes you, just say a just say a thousand dollar deal with that. I'm just mm-hmm. you thirty grand a month extra. Mm-hmm. And they only make money off of when you make money. Yeah. Right. But well, I guess you have to get, you have to give them the traffic. You gotta give them the traffic, yeah. you gotta give them the leads. But a lot of people have leads. A lot of people have traffic and they're not tons doing of leads. With it. You got tons of leads. I've been I'm telling sure. you forever you need a salesperson. But then I hired you. Yeah, but then you went in a different direction and you started doing a million of different things. Yeah. (laughs) Who's your next two hires? It needs to be Uh, a sales or sales. Well, I just uh, brought on some for operations. Yeah, Like a COO or director ops? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because there's a lot of moving parts and um, I need somebody that's going to like execute and like really manage. It really be uh, like organizing kind of like the whole operation to make us more efficient. Um, But 100% a salesperson to the um, the the uh, the the manager for the Creators Clubhouse, mm-hmm. but I gotta make sure that that person is like like a part of the daily task needs to be reaching out to people like on my Instagram account like yo do you want to shoot a podcast you want to shoot like book it like they have to have that particular hustling uh, they gotta yeah, go they they, gotta they pay themselves one hundred percent yeah. 100%. yeah. Um, I think that just got to be clear from the beginning with people, yeah. like mm-hmm. with the expectations, because you know if you can handle these expectations or not. Yeah. You don't even got to get into this mm. if you know you can't handle this. Here's what I tell everybody, my teammate, bring on. Neo's hard to work with. He's going to, we're going to run. How do you feel about that for people to think you're hard to work with? It is what it is. Yeah, your, your turnover would be crazy. Yeah, really? I mean, oh yeah, for sure. Not, not, not that crazy, bro. It's kind of but crazy. is it because you expect? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. Well, yo, but only but here's the thing. To and I think it's I think it's is dope because like you gotta really be able to keep. Bro, we lost a couple people. I'm, I'm trying to see here. Over here like, don't say yeah, what he me. said. Yeah, I know I lost a few people. A few, yeah. Are you, few. Is it insane? Oh, but it's, it's not. So not nice stuff. Myself, I don't even know me. I got a director that runs the sales right. team. Okay. I don't know but, what. What he got going yeah, on. Yeah, my thing, Neil, he got to keep up with, like... You got to run I'm, with me. I'm his friend and his business partner, and I'll be having a hard time. <laughs> yo, I'm going to quit. <laughs> yo, but Neil is going to stretch you. And Working I don't know if there's... three people. I think maybe, like, when you when you hire somebody, like, let's say, videographer. How long you been? How long you working? You, you just started. Yeah. You just started? Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> Tie your shoes, bro. <laughs> Tie your shoes. You I don't care you. what you're capturing, and if the angle is perfect, just move the camera around just a right. little bit. Just move it. A little. I, oh. I notice you're sitting. Just you know, do something. Yo, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just move it. Look busy. Look, look busy. Yeah, that's important to me. Look though. busy at all times. Look like you're doing something. Don't be over yeah. there looking bored on me. <laughs> hey, Reese, let me get some stuff in my stories, please. Just. You know what I mean? Don't let my man show. You know what I mean? Show yeah. something and all that. No, I'm just like, but no, I am serious. I do want some stuff in my stories. But I, I don't know. Like, when you bring somebody on, are you having a conversation about, around um, expectations? Are you, like, preparing them? So, it's, we just board on HR. So, now we got an HR department. I'm excited about my strengths, you got to understand, I'm, my strength isn't in hiring people. Right. Like, you got to understand what your strength... Mm. Although I'm a leader online, a leader, I'm a leader... But I'm not the greatest at managing a team. That's really not. 
I tell my team, let me go run. I'm the runner. Y'all just keep up piece all this thing. You duct tape it. You put up. I'm going to go run and go get us to the finish line. Mm-hmm. Y'all got to be the person who putting it all together. You bring the baton in. You. So the HR is now being very clear with all of the roles on expectations, on what we need, on. Yes, that is now being very. I don't think that was clear earlier on. We just. I don't like they had me interview somebody. I asked three questions. Are oh, you hired? Like, I don't know. I don't even yeah. know what questions to ask somebody when you're yeah. hired. Let me get you ready to grind. What's the name? What's your name, bro? What's your name? Andrew. Andrew. Did, did you sit down with Andrew and say, yo, we are going to work really, really hard. I need a lot of content. It's going to be hard to keep up with me. I'm just I'm just trying to let you know up front so you don't think that like and, and obviously you got to paint a picture of like what it will become, because now the dude, Johnny, he running all grant stuff. Right. Yo, I know. S5 I know too. Johnny's making because Johnny told me how much money he was making when I first did an interview with Grant. Forty grand, something crazy like that. Yo, in the beginning, yeah, yo, I know Johnny what he's doing man. now. I know he's making like he's going crazy. He's going crazy, but like, he managing you know nine people now. But he didn't start there. Yeah, and you taught me that painting the picture. I've never mm-hmm. painted the picture. Yeah, like. Like tomorrow, I gotta have a conversation with one of my now team you members. Take pictures of all that. Now you want to get the angles. I see you, Drew. He's moving around. He's moving around. I have to. They like. I need you to come paint a picture. Like in our partnership, I'm like Shans. That's your role. I'm not gonna go communicate with them how Shans gonna communicate. I'm just. I'm gonna tell you the paper we gonna get. I'm gonna tell you what we gotta yeah. do. Shans gonna communicate it to you in the right way. So I'm learned that. I got to get better at that, yeah. painting that picture. I'm not good with painting that picture. So yeah. it's all a journey, man. I think we all have, like, and y'all see, that's a gap sometimes for a high-level entrepreneur. Low sometimes level. being able to yeah. communicate. Low-level. Neo, super low-level. Oh, yeah, for low-level low entrepreneurs. Level. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, we low-level. <laughs> like, super sometimes low. your ability to communicate an idea. Neo might say, yo, I want to do all of this. And he's just like, he's like throwing up all the stuff because I know I do it. I'm just like, yo, let's do this stuff. There is, there is value in being able to organize the thoughts and giving that conversation to someone else properly. Like if Neil can say, yo, this all the stuff I want to do over the next few months, these like all my ideas, and he can brain dump to you and you like have a connection with all the people on the team and you're distributing, okay, you do that, you do this, you do this. And they're like really the orchestrator of this whole process. Mm-hmm. There's value in that. So that's what I'm saying. You don't have to be good at sales. You don't have to be like this high level person, but you have a skill set. And if you are in the room, someone needs you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think too, it's important to understand that leadership looks different. Mm. For you know, there yeah, are I people agree. who run their companies like a grant mm-hmm. who are very, very hands-on. He's going to meet with his team every single day. And then mm-hmm. there's people who run their companies like you, yeah. who Lap. have no interest in the cell phone. Yeah. You have <laughs> no interest in being a part of, you know, your team meetings every day. That's just not where that's not the best use of time not for me. In, in your mind, yeah. right? I desire I desire, it's not happening right now, but I do desire to be a leader that's very open door with my team, very, well, we're open door, but very available to my team. I do desire to be at meetings, but you're right. You're not great at hiring. You put people in place for that. On the other side of that, though, I think too what's happening and why why success looks so different for us right now is what I am noticing I've been talking to and communicating with a lot of entrepreneurs and like on our level entrepreneurs and they're focused on the exit right now. They're focused on 
how to be pulled away from their business. And I'm starting to see that we're detaching ourselves from our businesses too soon. Mm. No, Grant was like, Grant is running all these businesses. You got to be in it. Grant is in it. In yeah. it. And but it, look at the massive success. Yeah. He's different, having. bro. I'm yeah. talking about, and uh, let me just say this, y'all. I, I, I told Grant, y'all, I don't like how you were talking about black people. Like, not talking about, let's be clear. Like, I didn't like how, y'all, I'm trying to get more black people. I said, bro, you got to, and he won me over this weekend. He's really a nice guy. I'm going to say that on camera. Like, he's official. He's legit. Like, he's a great business person, husband, all of that. He's just hardcore. He don't know how to say things. Like, he he's not the communicator. Yeah. But I was just saying, like, yo, you got to learn how to say things in a different way. Yeah. I don't even know where I was going when I was just saying yeah, that. I don't know either. But I, I actually, <laughs> yeah. I actually, I actually like liked what he said. Like yeah. it, it, it had me thinking. Okay, I don't have a white audience. Yeah. I need a white audience. But he, yo, he said it himself. He was like, yo, there's, there's some things that people can say about me online. He said, yo, you might not like my delivery. You might not like some of the things that I say. He said, but there's nobody that can say I screwed the matter some money. Yeah. He said, I. He, Nobody's going to say I got over on them. Yep. He's like, yo, my my greatest thing, he said he did this uh, reg, reg A uh, fund, and he said it's not the best business model, and you don't make the most money. He said, but I like the fact that like I'm literally sending checks to people between $40 and $40,000 every single month to people. He was like, nobody nobody can say that I got over on them. Yeah. So, I mean, people have their their different delivery style, and I... Like you, like we were in the same room. You heard it one way. I heard it one way. Yeah. I appreciated it because it had me thinking. Okay, that's how I need to think. Yeah. If there's something, no, it wasn't I don't what need, he said in the room. It was what you. what I heard online previously. That's I why you. I initially wasn't yes. coming. Right. But when but he I came I, and I got to hear him, I'm like, yo, this dude, he don't mean no harm right. at all. He just didn't know how to 100%. communicate with us how we operate. But think about it this way: he said the same thing. Yeah. You didn't like it. I appreciate. I'm not even talking about in the room because yeah. we hear the stuff that Grant talks about. You didn't like it. I appreciated it. Got it. So how does how does someone spend time trying to cater to the people that don't like what they're saying and still keep the people who do? Yo, there's there's certain things you just can't worry about. Like yeah. you, he said you're that. not going to please everybody. That's a fact. And it's 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 harder to try to please everybody than it is to just like yo. Be who you are. As long as you have good intentions, you have a good heart, you're not getting over on nobody. Nobody's going to like the way you deliver. Nobody's going to like the way you talk. But some people will and some people won't. Yeah. Leaning in on the people who like what I'm talking about, that's what we're doing. That's so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to learn. I'm learning that myself where I'm, I got to stop being so worried. That's why I don't, yo, Donnie got to update me on the comments. I do not look at them comments. Yeah, I don't either. Because I don't never look I, at I'll comments. I'll feel away. Yeah, I don't look at comments. But like, now I just got to keep serving the people I'm, that's it. Your people are here for you. Yep. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it comes down to really being clear about your audience. And you just can't be worried, you know, about what people are going to say or mm -hmm. feel. Or say I something. felt the same way when I heard that clip online. Like, it was heartbreaking for me. Like, yo, I plug into you. I buy everything you have. Mm -hmm. I, you know, and you said this. And um, and I probably need to hear what you heard that. Yeah. He he, legit. I'm gonna say he. Mate, you had a yeah, I believe. I yeah. believe he's a legit. Yeah, I believe he, he's legit. Meaning, meaning, like he's not just like let me come into the culture and let me just take everything. Like he's like, I. 
Because he don't need nothing else. He a billionaire. He like, bro, I really, I don't need nothing else, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but but sometimes you being who you are and understanding your audience is going to hurt the audience that you're not for. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mm. And you can't afford, you can't afford to care about it. And, and that's for anybody who thinks anything right or wrong, moral or immoral, ethical or unethical. Like you got to be about your mission. You got to be about your mission and what that means to you. And in, in order to get it done and just building business, I love like, you know, entrepreneurship looks like us. Right. I remember being on a call with Wall Street Trapper. He called me at like five o'clock in the morning one day. He's traveling, he's out of town and he's really brainstorming and mapping out how to, you know, take his business to the next level. And me and Trap have this relationship where we bounce these ideas off of each other. And we're on the phone, like I'm answering the phone, like, are you okay calling me at five o'clock in the morning? Number one, Trap is the reason that my phone is on do not disturb 24 hours a day. (laughs) He is legit. So we're bouncing these ideas back and forth. And I remember telling Trap, like, you got to get in the rooms with other people. I'm telling him this. And we were having a conversation and I said, you know, Trap, it, 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 it looks like you now. Wall Street looks like you now. He's like, Wall Street looks like me now. Wall Street looks like me now. Wall Street looks like us now. And it's the truth, right? You can't be concerned about what these big boys in the, the button downs and the ties and the custom suits are. Wall Street looks like you and your hoodie with your beard, with your J's on, whatever it is. The same thing applies to us. Entrepreneurship looks like us. We are entrepreneurs on a panel. I have pink hair. You're iced out. Neil got on jean shorts and we're giving away seven figure gems. Big facts. Seven figure gems. Big facts. Period. I like to be liked by my team. Neo doesn't seem to care too much. You're here to do a job, right? I, I want to be like though too. Though. You want to be like? Well, made me feel seem so bad. <laughs> no, no, no. But that's, not, <laughs> yeah. that's the thing. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, like, I'm trying to get the job done. I want to be. I want to be today's Donnie wants to be liked by my team. Yeah. The the leader that I need to grow into though. I hope you like me, but I want you to to appreciate the mission more. I don't think I want to build a company and be paying people like it's just me and maybe it's ego. I don't want to be paying a bunch of people that don't like me, number one. But we have to be committed to our mission. And like, I think the biggest thing is success looks like us now. I want you to like, seriously, look at me right now. Pink hair, wear whatever I want, fitted dress. And then let's look at Neo. Let's look at Neo right now. He's sitting here in a jersey that's his own, jean shorts on, Dior sneakers, Success looks like him. And then we want to look at David. David has his hat on backwards. It's coming. David, David is sitting here, Reese. We want to look at David. Yeah. David is sitting here with a tie-dye hat on backwards. He's iced out with his t-shirt, got green side. Like David doesn't even feel the need to match these. Fifth, six Rolex. Note that. Fifth or six Rolex. Yeah. You know, he just shows up looking like a camp counselor every day. (laughs) 
Right? Doesn't David look like your summer camp counselor? Oh, my God. Mr. Yeah. D. Can you get to the point, please? Anyway, <laughs> success looks like us. Entrepreneurship looks like us. But that doesn't mean, who was it that said, it was Tyler Perry, I think, that said at InvestFest, even though we're doing these things and we want to serve our communities and we typically tend to want to serve our communities first, we have to get outside of our own community sometimes. Like I used to deal with the guilt of wanting to be around white people to learn. Like, because people would say, well, we have books, we have this, we have that. Yeah, I get it. And that's very, very true. And I buy your books, I read your books, I... But there is a difference amongst cultures, period. There are white people who want to get into the black community to figure out how we do business. Black people who want to get into the white community. Asian people who want to get in. Whatever it is, we have to get outside of our networks, which is what makes these masterminds so powerful. It is a fit, like you can literally buy a seat mm-hmm. to any table yep. that you want to be in. You can hey, buy a seat. Man, listen, when they when they understand that, speaking of that, Shans, I got to for being in my mastermind. You've been telling me I haven't given it to you, so. Thank you. Oh, this is my, this is my jacket? Yeah, pull it up. Oh, okay. he got a jacket? <laughs> Neil, stay in promotion mode, though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> You've been asking yeah, for it, though. Nah, I appreciate it. Yo, this was the hardest thing, bro. I saw my man gave out, like, Letterman jackets, and I saw it, but I didn't I, I wasn't there. I think it might have been a Saturday or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah. Saturday yeah. In a this circle on the sleeve. Yeah, come on, man. Yes. Dream. That is Put my dream name on the, Yeah, man. I had to dream make sure on you the get, 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 hard, your, get your... Uh, What's on the other side? On the uh, other sleeve? I think it's a dream, inner right circle. Uh, inner circle? Yeah. Success, love, speed. Inner circle. Execution over excuses. Yeah. Should have trademarked that. Yeah. Yo, it was too late for that trademark, brother. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I, I appreciate you. And so this it, is bro. a gift that you give out in your mastermind. Yeah, so everybody in my mastermind, um, we give them that after they've been with us for at least six months or something. Like, Shan's been over. He's been there a couple, almost, we're going on about the second year. But yeah, we just get at the people. And I think it's also just, you talk about, you taught me in the car just how important people want to feel involved. So mm-hmm. that's their, that's a that's their, like, your trophy. Like, yo, you're yeah. a part of the, it's a greatness country club. You know what I'm saying? So, I love it. Yeah. I love the greatness country club. Yeah. First of yeah. all, you said subdivision. You yeah. said you want to build a community. Yeah. We got the greatness country club coming. Country club. And I got that from my man, Derek Woods. <laughs> so I'm going to give him that credit. And I, when y'all hear me say, I can tell that y'all hear me see six or seven figure conversations. I got it from Donnie, y'all. <laughs> we were at a... We were at one of them conferences. We did. A, I did a conference for you and Corey from Support Black Colleges. Oh, you did say that. I was yeah. thinking you said... But more when she said that, it's critical. Like yeah. you gotta start having them conversations every and the quickest way to do that is to be in a mastermind or join some sort of event and just stay in it. So yeah. when you said it, it's like what when I'm on the phone with him, seven figure conversation, eight mm-hmm. figure conversation. I'm on the phone with me, seven figure conversation. I'm on the phone with you, seven figure and and if you have ten of them a day, hundred mm. percent. I got an exercise I want people to do. Like I want y'all to look at your phone today. At the end of the day, look at everybody you talk to and really just write where they deposit or withdraw. Mm. What level was the conversation? Was it a five-figure conversation? Was it a six-figure? Was it a seven-figure? Was it an eight? And I want you to just add it up at the end of the day like, and really see your stats. Like, 100%. I'm conscious of who I'm texting every day. I'm conscious of who I'm calling every day. Yo, he said, was it a deposit or a withdrawal? And you can literally add it up. And by the end, you know if you, right, your, your bank account on withdrawal, you know if it's on deposit. Like, 
You know, I mean, you know I mean, check the phone. Deposit or withdrawal. Let's just let's just look at let's look at the the list. Grab your phone. You talk to somebody. Well, is it a well, that's, that's a problem, though. <laughs> but if you only talking to your wife, that's a problem because you can't even grow. Or withdrawals. Yeah. yeah. That's you crazy. Gotta, yeah. So what y'all got? We got you actually negative well, if you only talk to one person. Do you person. have any withdrawals? Do you have any withdrawals? Yeah. I, withdrawal yeah, I, mean a conversation of gossip. Withdrawal mean a conversation that is not fruitful. Withdrawal mean a conversation that you got off the call and you're like, yo, why did I even just had that conversation. Almost a withdrawal if you spend the whole 30 minutes talking about support center. Everybody, we know more about LeBron's stats than our own stats. What? Yeah, I literally have no withdrawals. I don't have any withdrawals like on all. my screen here just in the very first Y'all not no here, There's one person on here that would, well, two people that would have been a withdrawal but their name isn't red, meaning You got to do the text answer. too. The text's important too. At That's night. what you I'm looking do at. But, but check this out. The, all the withdrawals, like there's two withdrawals on this list, but their name is in red, meaning I missed you the didn't call. Answer. I didn't even answer it. Look, so, I got spectacular. I spoke to Tex, Pete Vargas, Donnie, Marcus. Uh, you talk to Pete? Mark, yeah. Chance, me. Like, crazy. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, you should have heard the conversation we had with me and Marcus for 45 minutes on his way up to his room. Watch who we about to lock in for us for our conference. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm joining his mastermind. I'm wiring him the money tomorrow. What's the, what's the number? You actually like the mastermind. What's the number? A little cheap 35K. A little 35 ball? Mm. Yeah, cheap. Yeah. Yo, so and it's Pete around went, faith, too. That's why you will really like It's around faith and a few other things. Yo, Pete went, Pete went into, like, the break points of your business. Yeah. Right? He's like, yo, everybody has, like... Dawson. No, oh yeah, so, so that awesome. was awesome. Yeah. Oh no, Pete went into the uh the 12 um the the, the 12 parts of creating record-breaking events. You know, he said between 2022 and 2024 will be the biggest, the largest year for live events ever. Yep. Phil been in the house. He said, yo, 20, he went through 12 things. He went through 12 things that uh 12 nuggets for events. Let me let me give you one real quick. Um he said, the moment they sign up, you should have a three-question intake form. What's your biggest challenge and obstacle? What were your revenues last month? And No, yeah. What was your revenues last, last month? year? And, yeah, last year. And what do you want to make over the next 12 months? So you get, you get like all this data about the person. You get too and saucy. They, 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 am I giving oh, too much? I don't know, bro. The last, last part. David will give it all away. Yeah. Oh, oh I, I know. I give, I give it, it to my people. Listen, yeah. I, I, listen, David, I am supposed to give it to your people. I'm David the Robin Hood David of entrepreneurship. David will give it all away. Let him, give, do, give, let give him do what he do. So I'm sorry. So they went into I, event stacking. Like, yo, it's events back to back. And you got to like, you'll have like probably like three classes of people that like fill out this intake form. Like he's like, yo, we doing events back to back. We event stacking. You know, we will market one event. Yes. Like one event, one thing that's happening. Yeah, and then three, we'll four. stop that. We'll do another. They like, yo, three, four, bang, 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 bang. We doing all of these because we are going to hit wherever you are. Yeah. We're going to have a low level, mid level, hot wick. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Mm. And they put these events on. They stack these events without any concern about location. One will be in Vegas. Yep. The other one will be in Dominican or Republic. Or date. They don't even say or the date. date. Yeah. Yo, vent, when is it? Buy it and we'll we'll figure we'll that, figure out. that no, out. Grant said be available. Grant said he'll promote the event. He said he don't he don't want the date on the event because it gives people a reason to not come. 
Mm. Yo, just sign up on that joint. Yo, we was like live in there. He was like, yo, the, event, the date isn't on the website no more. Like it's not even on the website. We're selling tickets. And somebody from his team was like, nah, we did update the event. He said, yo, take it off. He said, yep. what are y'all doing? He said, go from idea to money. Then you do all the other nope, stuff. Here, here it goes. Here it goes. Idea said, execution. Go, content idea. Mm-hmm. He said, come up with uh, idea, mm-hmm. promote, create it, then deliver. Idea, promote, create, have the idea, deliver. Promote the event. Okay. Pro- promote the idea. Okay. Then you create the concept. So, right. I, you know, and I'm so proud of myself because I executed on this literally yesterday morning. I'm in the shower and I was like, yo, I got it. I want to use this stuff. For, I don't want to just have a list of notes. Like I want to use this stuff. So I was like, yo, We've been like kind of figure out like the, the business model of this this building and like I wanted I've been talking about doing a podcast mastermind not a mastermind but a um a workshop and I said yo we just about to pick a day I got out the shower looked at the calendar I said September twenty second it'll probably be September twenty second maybe who knows but I'm like yo pick a date and I the first thing I, I text my my graphic designer like yo. I need you to put together a landing page and start taking payments immediately. This is the stuff that we're going to learn in podcast, YouTube. I text Sean Canal, uh, Cannell, Sean Cannell, like, yo, Cam, I need you on this event. Like, because yeah. YouTube, go. Yeah. I asked my man Marshall, like, yo, I need you to teach me Ecamm Live. What are we doing? This is the date. We're going to start selling tickets immediately. Then we'll start crafting it, <clears> and then we're going to deliver it. But, like, yep. we, we, we just going to pick a date, and we're going to go. Let me just say this, too. Really look at the date, because... You know, one of them dates we go to Funnel Hacker Live, I got to pick up What's some of them plaques. I think it's that date. I'm September. glad I ain't telling nobody the date. I'm just letting you know that. <laughs> well, so, I, I told them the date. But look it up, though. When it, when whenever fu- whenever when Funnel it, Hackers it? Live is, I don't, I feel like I it's a real date. supposed to get awards, huh? Yeah. If if you care about getting a few of them plaques. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Are we going to be able to get the, the, the big boy? Possibly. You talked to him already? No, not yet. All right, then. Say last. Oh, yeah. So it's September 21st through 24th. Yeah, cool. All right, well, we'll do it. So uh, it'll be a different day. It'll yeah. be a different day. <laughs> but it's it's on the way, though. It might 100%. be before. It might be before then. Because all of them guys are going to, well, Sean will be there. Oh, know? I'm in there. I'm in there. All right, say less. We, we, we'll push it back or forward, but it's the 21st. It's that Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, say less. And I oh, think the award day will be on day three, maybe. So mm-hmm. whatever that day is, just know that. Be in there. Cool. Shout out to that. I'm glad we having this conversation. Yeah. But you just got to like, you got to execute. Yo, another thing. Cut the time between idea and monetization. Yeah. Cut the time between idea and monetization. Okay. Cut I get it. Elaborate. Between idea. So we have this idea. He's saying, yo, you need to start making money with the idea as soon as possible. So most of us will have an idea. Then we'll get into the planning mode, the strategy mode, trying to figure out if other people are in. And then we start making money. Mm. We need to cut the, the time between when we have the idea and when the idea starts making money. A lot of times, the money that we make will help with the strategy or planning of the concept or shaping the concept if you have money to execute on it. Mm. But like that's, I there's a lot of, I have a lot of time between when I have a great idea and when we start making money. Sure. So I'm about to start cutting the time. So as soon as you get the idea, drop it tomorrow, make the money, yeah. mm. then do all the other make stuff. Money. But you're you're a wire. I don't know what you are, but you are different. Like we're there. I, I noticed my friends are different. It's like his flight left at four. 
He leaves the spot at 146. The place is 15 minutes away. You only got to be at the airport an hour. He want to be there the whole two hours and 15 minutes with Claire. And I realize people operate, even with the idea thing, can your mind adjust to that when you're, I don't know what your, your, your DC, I don't know all of them things, but you're wired different. Yeah, I can't. You get what I'm trying to say? Here's what I here's what like, I realize. Can you do the idea the money or do you uh, need all the structure? 100%. Then? Probably not at the level that you operate, but I can improve where I'm at. Got it. You know what I mean? Okay. So I wasn't I wasn't like super on monetization like that yeah. until I got around you. And then like I got in the mastermind and I got around 500 and y'all are driven for the bag. Me being in it just moved me a little bit closer. I'm you, not as you're driven now though. I, I'm still not as intense. No, not as intense. some things like... But you like I'll, that money. I'll drop the bag on money if it's not comfortable enough. Like, it got to, like, feel right. You know what I mean? But Neil, like, go, go, go. My point is, and I was just telling... Uh, who was I telling? Um, I was telling somebody this the other day. You got to start to get around what you're not. And you're not going to be the thing that these other people are that you're around. But you'll start to improve in those ways. So if you're not like money driven, you need to get around some money driven people. Yeah. And you're not going to turn into that, but it will help you move the, the needle. So that's good. Neo, he's getting around people who are, let's just say, better communicators. Not saying that you'll you will or even have the desire to communicate on a level of an amazing communicator with the team and all that kind of stuff. But at least you'll start thinking. I'm getting better because of you. I think about 100%. I'm like, how would Shans or JL would say it? Because I'm just like. I'll keep it moving. Yeah, wow. 100%. <laughs> but now how y'all tell me, I'm like, well, let me try to work on that more. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this young lady, she's in, uh, shouts out to Amanda. So she's in kind of like the, the spiritual relaxation kind of healing space. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, I would imagine that all of your, the people that you're around are really, really good at that. And they understand that y'all have really deep conversations, but ain't nobody in this circle driven by money. She's like, yo, you're right. I said, yo, you need to get in a mastermind where it's all about money. Mm. Because you'll take your skill set and you'll start good. to adopt. Just adopt some of the things. A little bit of you, it. Just, you, just not, you just need to take Yo, it only took a little bit of Neo saying, yo, you ain't running no affiliate play? Yo, you need to really make sure these people have an affiliate. Mm. That mm. was, that was, it was one conversation. And now we keep having these conversations about like higher money. Yo, I'm so excited to make the money that I make. But then you get around $40 million, $50 million, $75 million exit, $100 million, $125, like all these 90% of the room. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh. Mm. Here's an example, oh. too. So we're in the room. Guy, he just exited his business. Like, he walked away with $50 million, he said. So he probably exited. After taxes, after everything, he said, I get $50 million. Wow. Dude stood up. He said, yeah, we're just living in the mountain, chilling. Right, me and my wife, we just went to the mountains. And he's like, being in this room, now I got to get back into the saddle. He's like, my wife going to be upset, but I got, it's hard to be in an environment where everybody going to go get it and you just stay, even after yeah. just making 50 million. Yep. Yes. It's like, I tell people, that's why the environment is so important. It's like, if you don't drink or smoke, but if you be in a room with somebody who do that for 30 days straight, at some point, you probably just going to start doing it. Yeah. Like I told you, my income changed from when I left Philly and I didn't do nothing different. It's just because everybody in the environment is going after it, which is making me just be more conscious of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's why I keep talking about getting in these rooms. 
Golly. Last, last thing, because I want to, because we're just going to go to lunch and figure out how we can make, uh, you know, 30 million together. Yeah. Um, 30 or 300. 300. Mm, 300. Come on. It's not that time. I'm still, see? We're going to do the 30 but I, piece. But I'm inching up a little bit. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I would have said 30. You, I said they say 10 exit. <laughs> yeah. Yo, he's, uh, this is a strategy I think we all really need to adopt. Um, if you're not adopting it already, um, Grant said, uh, um, um, uh, one, where, wherever there's confusion, there's failure. Mm. Wherever there's confusion, there's failure. But here's my point. Take money, like make money, put it in an illiquid asset that you can't get the money out of immediately so that you can go get more money. So his strategy, his income strategy on life is, is going to go make some money and then put the money into an asset that you can't liquidate. It's hard to get out. So his is real estate, right? So he'll take the money, put it in real estate. This asset is going to produce, he said, you got to put it in an asset that's going to produce money where you don't have to do anything to make it. Mm, that's good. But if you take that money and you put it into that asset you can't get a hold of, it drives you to go get some more money. Right. So I'm li- I'm literally in this in that space right now. I've been doing it and I didn't realize it. And I was actually nervous for a while because I've been investing a lot in the real estate. Like I was looking at, I was looking at my account and it was like, where the where the money go? I remember and that last like, deal we did. You was like, bro, I wasn't going to do it. I'm like, bro, why not? I yeah. remember that because you said I've been investing a lot in there. Every Invest time more. I talk to Terika, it's like a, like you need, how, how much, what are we doing? Right? So like, like I'm putting this, I'm putting this money in and my account is dropping and dropping and dropping. But the, the money that I'm putting, the, the asset that I'm putting money into will pay me without me having to go get the money. Yes. But now I'm, yo, doing this event, it's like, yo, I got to go get some more money. My account is low. Mm-hmm. I got to go get some more bread. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go get some more bread. And when it gets high enough, higher, I'm just going to take more money, put it in something else so I ain't got no more. And I got to go get some more money. So he's like, yo, that Stay his, broke, he call it. He got to stay. You got to stay, stay broke. broke. Yeah. Stay People broke. trying to increase their, increase their account. We trying to decrease it 100%. with marketing, with whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I do that with like, how can we spend more money mm-hmm. on advancing us? Yeah. So I sign up for everything. everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an easy sell. What you right. got? All right, bro. Let me it. get that. You ain't got to sell me on nothing. Yeah. yeah man. Uh, oh, my gosh. Did we, did we cover a lot? This was a good episode. We covered a lot. Yeah, I, I like this And episode. we didn't finish. Yeah. We crazy. didn't finish. We, we got didn't. more. Oh, we got way more. Yeah, I got, I got pages of we notes got more. that we can discuss. But uh, hopefully it's been valuable. You know what I mean? Like, you know, just at least like thinking bigger. Thinking bigger. And I know we keep saying, yo, get in the room, get in the room. And the question probably is, where's the room? I don't even know how to get in the room. Or I don't, I don't have the money to get in the room. I think, here's my, here's my message for you. If you can't figure it out, you probably don't deserve to be wealthy. If you can't like sit wow. down and figure it out, you don't deserve it. Yo, Grant says, his, his, his major question is always, how can we? So he'll say, yo, Let's do this. And his team, somebody on his team say, yo, we can't do that. Mm-hmm. And his question is, well, how can we? Mm-hmm. Let's just, how can we? Let's turn our minds to how can we get it done? That's I have, yo, I get that a lot from my squad. Like, yo, they, they don't do that. Or the, our system doesn't do that. Well, how can we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you start thinking like that, you start to figure it out. But I'm telling you, if you don't have the wherewithal or the time or energy, or um, you can't put down all the, 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 the time 
wasting things that you're doing and money wasting things that you're doing to figure it out. You really just don't deserve to be wealthy. Yeah. Wow. You don't deserve it. Yeah. And I would say, you know, right now, realistically, where you are, just based on my own journey, if you can't get into the mastermind, like my very first mastermind, I had to figure it out. Yep. I, I literally had to figure You're it different out. different, though. Yeah. But for people who won't do that, start with the event. Mm -hmm. Start with the event. And let me tell you something. If you're going to go to the event, go to the event VIP. Mm, Don't facts. go to the event and just get a piece of what's available to you. If something is being offered to you, figure out a way to get it, right? Mm -hmm. Go to the event. The, the events are, are different VIP experiences. Literally going to events, starting for me, I can think way back to 2012. That's like my first time I can really think about a business-specific event that literally changed my life. Mm. Going to the events, sitting way in the back in the nosebleeds. It only took two times for me to have that experience before I said, never again, I'm going to be on the floor. And so the events, you know, it's kind of like birthdays. You know it's coming. It's like Christmas. You know it's coming. Yeah. So for me, if you show up and I don't have a Christmas gift, it's a deal breaker <laughs> because we knew this was coming. Right. So when these events are starting to be promoted, you're usually given a significant amount of time. You know this event is coming. Do whatever it takes to have the best experience available at that event. Get on the floor because it's the relationships that you're going to make and connect with that are going to put you in a position to now, next time you can join the mastermind. Mm. You can take advantage of those offers. Yeah. And we have to stop looking at events when people are selling you something at the end. Too many people have the mindset of, oh, the, here, the, here they go. They're about to sell us something. No, we're, we're about to grant you another opportunity. We're about mm. to offer you more access. Mm, that's good. We're about to bless you with more information. Mm -hmm. And you have to start seeing it that way. But getting in the rooms, being at these events and those, those masterminds single-handedly changed everything for me. Absolutely. And the, the last thing I want to say that's really, really important is send me a text message. 404-737-4935. Listen, we, listen when, we, when I launch events, and I'm going to do a lot of them because yeah. we on some execution mode. We just got this beautiful building and yeah. like, I want to see y'all. I'm going to be texting y'all first. 404-737-4935. Send me a text message. I want to know what you got from this particular episode and let's just stay in touch. So um, that's the only thing that I got to share with y'all today. Donnie, you can share with us. And Neo, you could share how people can get in touch with you. You got to close out with a, with yeah, a word of wisdom, sure. brother. David and I actually have an event coming up. We're not uh, putting the date out just yet. Let's just do it. But we're just going to do it. Idea a couple of days ago, and we're about to monetize. So yeah. by the time you see this, there will be a link yeah. um, available. But Take text us. me too, 404-737-2767. We have good conversations in my text messages. Uh, you know, we're we're helping to develop entrepreneurs, having conversations that even extend past the podcast. Like, yeah. I really be wanting to know what y'all think about these episodes. So definitely 404-737-2767. And just say, hey, Donnie, it doesn't have to be anything too formal. And we'll we'll connect with you. Listen, make sure y'all text them. Hey, question you just said. We talked about the mastermind. Was my mastermind the first one you joined? Uh, yes, absolutely. Actually, yeah. yeah. Yo, the event. It was like a two day event, and I think it was oh, like yeah, the two day event first. Yeah, yeah. Go VIP, I yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like Neil, five grand. I was like, all right, you know, so I'm gonna pull up. He was like, y'all must send your link. I'm like, Neil, you my boy. What you mean? I'm gonna yeah. Pull up. That's how we do. If I got an event, you could pull up. Or if you got an event, he's like, it ain't that type of party, bro. Like, you got to pay like everybody else. So I, I was like, dang, five grand. Yo, I did. 
I ain't gonna lie. That was it. Didn't feel good at all. <laughs> and then I'm like, yo, I thought it was my man. And then I'm and then I'm the dude in the comments from Nia. He's all money hungry. He just well, <laughs> Neil just wants my money. Why would you do this for to a friend? And it was the best thing he ever could have done because now I'm so comfortable investing. Yeah. And yo, literally that that event, just that event probably made it, it 100% made $200,000, dollars yeah. for me, period. Crazy. I can think of one strategy that I learned there that made me an easy two, three hundred thousand. So crazy. That's crazy that that was your first mastermind. Um, while you weren't my it wasn't first. A mastermind was just a $5,000 event. And then, then he joined the mastermind later. While yeah. yours wasn't and my he, first. he credited the 5000 to the mastermind. <laughs> <laughs> These are two separate transactions. Exactly. Over, bro. No, <laughs> I remember my first my first ever mansion event yep. was yours. Yep, yep, yeah, you I rented that that, that mansion. And in I Buckhead. didn't know you were there until I saw pictures like a year ago. I'm wait, Donnie was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Crazy. I came as a guest. Yep. I was there at that mansion event. Neo had it laid out. Like this mansion had a pool on the inside yep. of it. It was we Young Thug Mansion. Young Thug, the, Young yeah, Thug's mansion. mansion. We were eating lunch like around this indoor. Like I'm not talking about like hot tub. I'm yeah. talking about indoor like whole set. pool event. You had to park way down the street to, you know, get in yeah. it. But it was a, I sat there thinking like, I deserve to operate like this. Mm. Like that event wow. that you put on wow. expanded my mindset because I was taught to have events in $300 hotel conference rooms. Yeah. And coming to that, to that event, I was like, this guy goes all out. Yeah. Like he's really, really serious yeah. about the experience that he yeah. puts on. And that was. That was my first mansion event ever. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I appreciate you being here. Set a date. Pull, pull the trigger. Let's do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. This time, let's. Yeah, we're about yeah. to go to brunch. Yeah. We're about to go to brunch. We'll, we'll, we'll figure this play out. <laughs> yeah, so just to add, um, one, that event at the mansion, it cost me like 30, 40 grand. My first like event like that. Mm -hmm. That's what Marcus spoke and all. And I made no money on that event. So one hack for every entrepreneur I want to just leave y'all with a gem is Make sure you record it. I recorded that event. That recording now has made me over 350000 Wow. I made no money at the event. Remember, amateurs make money on the front and experts make money on the back. I made nothing, but I recorded every single session. So on one of my funnels is $99 recording. If you don't buy it for 99 I think you go down to 79 So that's just a hack. To, I hope y'all catch it. Just record everything you do. Some of y'all look at it like, it cost me too much to have a videographer. It would have cost me 300 not to have somebody to record it, mm. right? And y'all, just if I can help you anything, um, go to mastermindwithnd.com. That's how you get access to my mastermind. You can apply. Um, I don't even know my, my text number by heart, but just shoot me a message on Instagram, Neil DeViso. Just say mastermind if y'all interested in really learning how we can help you guys grow your coaching business and take you guys to that next level. So again, and just to leave y'all with some words, man, make a point to lock in for these next few months. We got a few months left in this year and I'm letting people know this got to be your lock-in season. You can't keep waiting for somebody to give you anything. You got to make it a point that I'm going to go out here and make this thing work for my family, right? And you got to set some bigger goals because we making money. Once you make money, it got to be something else bigger, y'all. So it should be retiring your mom, retiring your wife, uh, retiring your husband. Who are, set some bigger goals, lock in on it, and don't leave out of this year without making it happen, y'all. Let's go get I it. I just want to correct it. We ain't really making no money. What you we, mean? We ain't making no money. Mm. Right, we not making, making but, no money. <laughs> but I'm saying to, to the money where at this current level, we could do whatever we want. 
Yeah. I'm just telling others, they're going to start, they're going to get the 10K a month and be like, I'm, I made it. Yeah. And you've never not, made it. Don't it's not too now. late. It's not too late. Like the crazy thing is we're in this month. We got a couple of months left. Yeah. You can literally go from zero to a hundred grand. Fast. You can go from zero to a Quick. million. You can literally, like, we got friends who did a, a million dollar day. Yep. Right? You can literally, whatever it is. I'm so pumped up after this episode. Like, we got to yeah, get the brunch. Yeah, we got to get the brunch. Yo, some, like, subscribe, please. Follow us. Peace. COVID-19 moves fast. And now you can, too. If you feel symptoms, even if they're mild, you should test fast. Test positive and at high risk for severe COVID-19? Then act fast with authorized oral treatments that can be taken at home and must be taken within five days from when symptoms begin. COVID-19 moves fast. And now you can too by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at TreatCV19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer.